You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. As we move into a new employment rights year, keep your wits about you as attempts are made by others to strip away rights which were hard fought for to protect you at work. Hi there. As we near 2023, we thought we would take a quick look at the employment rights changes that will be coming online in 2023 starting with changes to your flexible working rights. For some time, there has been talk of a new bill being debated in government that attempts to strengthen the rights of employees to request flexible working. In November 2022, in advertising the proposed changes to flexible working rights, the government says that millions of employees will have a greater say over when, where and how they work, which in return will deliver higher productivity and staff retention benefits to businesses once the new flexible working rights come online. So what is flexible working? The easiest way to answer this question is to start by explaining what isn't considered flexible working And it's important to do this because since COVID, the way we work may have changed to become more fluid, but not all of that fluidity is protected by flexible working employment rights. So, for example, if you currently enjoy a combination of working from the office and also working from home, we are happy for you, but you do not have a legal employment right to work in this way. And this type of hybrid flexibility is not covered under the current employment rights governing flexible working arrangements. If you enjoy this kind of hybrid working, this is entirely down to the choices given to you by your employer. And as such, this arrangement can be pulled at any time. And at any time, your employer can demand that you return to working in the office or workplace on a full-time basis. The only defence you have against this change being enforced against you is if your hybrid working arrangement is expressly written into your contract of employment. Remembering that express terms means that the details of what you can and cannot do are clearly written into your contract by your employer as part of your terms and conditions of employment. And that contract is hopefully signed by the employer and by you, although that doesn't have as much significance. It's about your terms and conditions around hybrid working being written into your contract of employment. And if this is you, Should your employer move to change your contract of employment to remove hybrid working, there are formalities that need to be entered into. And we'll come back to look at those formalities in a future podcast episode. For now, 
the kinds of flexible working which will be affected by the proposed new government bill are arrangements such as job sharing, flexi time, working compressed hours, which means working your contracted hours over a shorter number of days. Then there's working annualised hours, which means you have a minimum number of hours that you need to work in a year rather than in a week. And then having those hours averaged out over that yearly period in a way that gives you more flexibility over when you can and cannot work. And then finally, there's staggered hours, which gives you the flexibility to have different start and finishing times to your colleagues. Like, for example, only working school run hours. So what are the changes you can expect in 2023? Well, the first key change that will happen is that the right to request flexible working will move to a default position at work rather than an entitlement position. And what that means is that when you start work as an employee, on day one of your new job, you will be entitled to apply for flexible working. This is a major change because under your current employment rights, you can only apply for flexible working after you have completed 26 weeks or six months of employment service with your employer. The proposals in the bill also go further in that not only will you be able to apply for flexible working from day one, but you will also be able to make two requests per year to apply for flexible working. This is a real positive change to your employment rights because currently you can only make one request per year. So the change to two requests, we believe, is a recognition that a lot can happen in a working year of an employee that may demand that an employee work in a more flexible way. So having two opportunities in a year to request flexible working better takes account of the needs of employees. Also, when you have made your flexible working request, another change coming in is that your employer now has to consult with you to explore available options that could work so that you can work flexibly. And your employer has to do this before rejecting your flexible working request. Now, we think this is a positive move because it provides space for positive negotiations to take place and for you, the employee, to talk about how you see the proposed flexible working arrangements working for you. Employers don't have all the answers to make your working life meaningful. So giving you an opportunity to discuss your proposal provides an opportunity to demonstrate the benefits of your proposed changes to the business. This should make the whole experience much more positive because your employer will no longer have to consider the impact of your flexible working request on the business or how the impact of your request can be addressed if you work flexibly. Now, your employer will have to discuss alternative options with you and if your employer cannot accommodate your whole flexible working request, so for example, if it isn't possible for your employer to change all of your working hours across all of your requested days, 
your employer could consider making the changes for certain days instead to give you some or all of your flexible working request. So your employer having to speak to you about your request at the very least will mean that your request and how you see yourself working flexibly will get an airing with your employer, which at least provides opportunities to rule flexible working options in rather than out. And remember, flexible working requests are available to everyone, not just employees who have children. Now, one of the most irritating things about making flexible working requests under your current employment rights is the length of time it takes for employers to respond to your request. Under the current arrangements, your employer must respond within three months. But under the new proposed arrangements, that time limit will drop down from three months to two months, which gives you more time to consider your employer's reasons should your request for flexible working be refused. And that then gives you time to address those reasons in the next request you make for flexible working. In our view, the proposed changes are a good thing and they provide every employee with an opportunity to complete their working hours in a way that is more meaningful to the way in which you have to or want to live your working lives post-COVID. But do the rights go far enough? We would say no, because really what would truly benefit employees is to have a legal entitlement to work flexibly rather than just a legal entitlement to request flexible working. Why? Because a legal right to work flexibly would put long-suffering employees in a strong position Because in a workplace environment, for example, where employees may be suffering other forms of harm or unfair working practices, there is still room under a right to request policy for the employer to refuse that request. So if instead the right to flexible working was mandatory, it would minimise the space for further abuses to take place. The only other disappointing point about the current proposed changes to flexible working is that, surprise, surprise, it doesn't extend to agency workers. And if that's you, you are not entitled to request flexible working. So unfortunately, your rights remain the same. And that's it for this week. Remember, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at any problems you may be having at work or any other workplace issues, such as bullying, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the bullying consultations link in the show notes. Finally, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or leaving us a rating on Spotify if you like our podcasts. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.